0: Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. That's J-D-L-S-A-T dot So in this episode, I'm going to call this episode, So You Got Your Score, because scores were just released the other day for the uh, January 2021 LSAT, and um, I've been in this situation as a student, and I certainly talk my students through it, so... Really, there are two, two options here. One, you got your score, you're happy with it. Congratulations. You don't have to listen to this podcast anymore. Um, you can, or at least this episode, you can apply. If it's later in the cycle, I might encourage you to wait a cycle and apply earlier just to maximize your score. If you're not happy with your score, then I can certainly relate because I was not happy with my first score. And to be frank. I wasn't satisfied with my second score. My third one was the charm. That's when I got my target score. And, you know, I feel like that has made me, um, I'd like to think a better teacher because I can relate to it. Um, so I'll talk to you about my experience. I remember when I first got my very first score, I worked super hard, thought I was going to break the 170s and it was, man, I think it was like a, it was either, I, I, I think it was, I should know this, um, I'll probably go back and, and double check and then amend this podcast, but I think it was either 159 or 161, it was something like that. And I remember I just opened up my email, I was in the middle of something, I opened up the email on my phone, I didn't expect to see the number and just there it was. And I was crushed. Because I had worked so hard and I was PTing around the 170s, and I just didn't get the score that I wanted. I was not a happy camper, um... You know, one of the best pieces of advice I can give is definitely get back up. We're going to talk about that for a few bit, few minutes. But before we do, um, let yourself be upset. Totally valid. Like, obviously, don't let it consume you. But let yourself feel upset for a day. I can tell you I hit up in and out pretty hard. Um, I think I even... Uh, then I Then I realized, oh, I should have had nachos. So I think I might have done that too afterwards. So I let myself be upset. And then I got back up on the horse. And um, I guess just a couple pieces of advice. I mean, one of my favorite quotes, I'm not sure where it came from, but uh, God's delays are not God's denials. and I really want to encourage you to think about that. God's delays are not God's denials. And so um, that's helped me through many things. Um, I think a lot of times it's just a matter of not giving up and just going those that extra mile or those many extra miles and it was for me. So I want to encourage you to not give up. And just a couple of key points. So one, um, I think a lot of students have this fear of, oh, I'm going to have to put in the same amount of work. I'm going to have to, like all those hours I put in, if, you, if I put in, you know, four hours a day, I'm going to have to keep doing that. If I put in eight hours a day, I'm going to have to keep doing that. And by the way, most of my students know I do not recommend eight hours a day. You're You're not going to be very effective after hour four or five, um, six the most. But whatever it is, if you're listening to me and you're you're maxing out at four to six, cool. Or if you were getting crazy and doing eight hours. But whatever it was, this intense study regimen, that you have to repeat all of that. I don't think it's that necessary because you've already got the foundation. So this concern that, oh, I've got to stop. and I've got to start over again and devote, you know, for you know, if you're listening to me, like a max of four to six hours a day, even that you don't necessarily have to do. Because if you've got that foundation and you were PTing higher, then significantly higher, like in my case, or just if you were PTing somewhere around your target score, you don't necessarily need to do everything all over again. You've got the foundation. So what you could do is just okay, sign up for the next cycle, and um, just keep yourself conditioned take a PT a week, Um, you know, obviously stuff that comes up in the analytics, you can go back and watch those lessons. If you want to work with someone, whether it's a teacher or a study buddy, um, obviously you're always welcome to reach out to me, JDLSAT.com, but you don't necessarily need to do this intense training like you were because you've got that foundation. Just a PT a week, blind review, if you're not familiar with those terms, take a look at our previous episodes on um blind reviewing your practice tests but it's not like you have to get back on the horse and do all this crazy extra work just get back and give it a go again and you never know i mean it could have just been you were tired that day it could have been you had an off day it could have been that you uh just had a bad experience or something wasn't clicking that day or you were nervous or you weren't used to the process and maybe your second time around things will click I mean, I could even tell you, look, our goal is to always simulate the practice test, have that practice test, excuse me, simulate the day of the test. And that should be your goal, like to a T, time constraints, make it just like the test. But there's just something about taking the real thing when it's like, oh, this is a real thing and who knows, maybe maybe your nerves got to you, maybe it was just one of those tests where it just had a really onerous section that you weren't prepared for, but there's no harm in taking it again. And here, I want to make another point. People are concerned about what will law schools think, you know, now instead of one score, I've got two. Instead of two, I've got three. Um, here's the bottom line. I mean, obviously, it'd be great if you could take it the first time around, but they only care about your highest score, at least as of right now. Because years ago, they would average the scores because that's what U.S. News & World Report did with their rankings. Today and for the past, I guess, Almost decade or more, um, U.S. News in their rankings just cares about the highest score. So guess what? That's the law school's bottom line. In my case, you know, I didn't have the highest GPA, uh, and so I needed to make up for it with a high LSAT score. And my two, well, I think, it was, like I said, it was like it was a 159 or 161. Then second time around, it was 165, and third time was a charm, 173. Guess what they cared about? The third time. Because that's what they had to report to U.S. News and World Report. So it didn't keep me out of the schools that I got into. And I, you know, I was, I did not have the highest GPA. And so I needed that high LSAT score. So they certainly didn't admit me because of the first score or the second score. They probably admitted me because of the third one. Um, So again, don't worry about, don't over, don't over worry about, oh, if I take it again, they care about your highest score, unless if things change, which I don't think they will. And if they did, fine, we'll deal with it. You're fine. You know, some people say, "Oh, well, Harvard, Yale, Stanford, you know, they they might be different. They might. I think they some one of one or two of them say in their admissions that um, you know they'll uh, they, they, they reserve the right to look at all of your scores or some something like that." Well, this is what I always say to someone: if you didn't get into Harvard, Yale, or Stanford Law School it's probably not because you took the LSAT more than once if you got a high score. There's probably some other reason. And it might be just because they have so many applicants and they have to turn away so many great applicants. So just keep it in perspective. But again, I want to encourage you, get back up on the horse. And it doesn't require that level of um, intense training you might have done before. Just do a PT a week. Take it easy. You know what? Take a break if you want. Um, now, if you want to do it within the same cycle, if it's not too late in the cycle, feel free. Um, I'm sure many of you know that it's to your benefit to apply early in the cycle. Now, in my case, by the time I had taken the second one, it didn't work out well for me. Um, it was good, but again, with a 3.1, 3.2 GPA, I needed to um, maximize my score. And at that point, it was December, January when I got that 165. So, um I, uh, I decided, okay, it was a tough thing to do, but I decided, let me wait another cycle. And I had pressure in my personal life. Uh, girlfriend at the time was not thrilled about it. Family didn't quite understand. But I knew it was right for me. And I knew that if I gave myself this other opportunity with a higher score and then turning around and um, taking the exam again, uh, and, and excuse me, um, applying again early in the cycle, right? I could take it in January or excuse me. Oh my goodness. Uh, I could take it in June and then I could have my applications already ready in September. And you know what? It worked out perfectly. Got my target score in the 99th percentile and it was in June, right? So I had to wait a cycle, but that was a good thing for me because then September I sent, submitted my applications and I, you know, it was well, one of the first applications there, it got you know, got into Berkeley, uh, Georgetown, Duke, all with very generous scholarships. I don't think that would have happened if I had not taken the risk and taken it again. And yeah, taken it twice. And yeah, waited a cycle. So you never know. I mean, it might be a blessing in disguise. But get back up. Do not give up. Don't let these delays be denials because they're not. I can't imagine what the outcome would have been if I had just said, okay, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to accept the, whatever it was, the 159 or the 165 when I knew I could do better. And it meant another cycle. Very different outcome. I wouldn't have gotten into these schools. I wouldn't be teaching this, which I happen to love. So, you know, there's a lot of talk out there, things to do. At the end of the day, you've got to decide, but I can tell you there's no guarantees, but you do have an opportunity if you take it again and it worked out for me so thank you for listening Uh, please check out my website jdlsat.com that's jdlsat.com please keep uh, subscribing to these podcasts and if you're interested in working with me again you can find my information on the uh, the, the website jdlsat.com thank you thank you for listening one tip ...to use your time with this podcast effectively. Take a look at the list of previous episodes. They're named by topic, so you can prioritize your listening... ...based on specific areas where you need help the most. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast... ...and share these episodes with friends... If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com.